three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Thank you so much for listening. This is Hunter, and we are the Real Pineapple. I'm here with Colin. Colin, how are you, sir? What is up? Excited to be here as always. So I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm very curious to get your thoughts on this movie. I bet you are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I don't know what that means. That that was a bit cold, like you're pursuing something. (laughs) Yeah. Segue. Uh, we're, We're talking about. Cold Pursuit, starring Liam Neeson, uh, where his son is taking... Okay, can I just say, man? Like, so, let me just get this out of the way, because I've had people ask me about it. Hunter, what do you think about the whole Liam Neeson saying that he wanted to kill this black bastard? Let me just... Let's just address this out the gate. When did he do that? I didn't hear about this. Oh, you didn't hear about it? Yeah, so, Liam Neeson made this comment about his... uh, He didn't say what family member it was... But that uh, they were sexually assaulted, and he goes, uh, well, you know, like, what do they look like? What color were they? And this family member says a black guy. And so he talks about how, for like a week, he just like went down the streets of where his hometown and was looking for any black bastard, like hoping it was them so he could kill him. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So <laughs> he just addressed this out the gate. Um... Yeah, Liam Neeson, I will say, I don't think the dude's a racist. I don't. But to say something like that, I just went, no, like, don't don't say that. And the reason I say that is because I think if he was on, like, Oprah or I don't know why she, she, she'd be interviewing him, but, like, RuPaul, like, if, some, if there was someone to immediately counterbalance what he said, I don't think it would have come across as badly um if that makes sense but while i've talked to some friends who've been like well he admitted that he was wrong and that you know it was a bad thing to think i'm like yeah i i get that and he i think he should be commended for even putting this out there anyway what i will say though is people like trayvon people like emmett teal it was people who just went oh i just want to find you know a black person, it doesn't matter, you know, their character or anything like that. So saying something like this, it's a teachable moment, I believe. But at the same time, though, if you're if, if you're a person of color and you're offended by this, I get to the degrees to where you'd be offended. I, I'm offended just because it wasn't about him saying, I want to find the woman who, or sorry, find the man who assaulted my family member. It was any black bastard. And that's where I go, okay, that's not that's not good to say. Uh, I know I kind of just sprung this on you, Colin, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I really don't have a comment on the matter. That, that's fair. That's fair. That is fair. <laughs> I'm just going to stay out of it. Nah, that, that, that's fine. Because like I said, dude, it, it's a very dicey thing. And, I, and the last thing I'll say, kind of going into this, I... I think we are quick to just pounce on people for how they um, for how they feel. I, I think we are quick to do that at some points. And I remember there used to be a point where you could say that you fucked up 
in that you're trying to move on and learn from it and people would take you at your word i feel like we're just in this culture right now where even if you screw up uh and you say that hey i screwed up and i'm trying to move on and trying to learn and better myself that that's not enough for people and i think that's a very dangerous precedent so while i'm not crazy about what Liam Neeson said i'm willing to hopefully give them the benefit of the doubt and hopefully something like this doesn't happen again so just putting that out there uh, watch now how people go like you're, you're an uncle tom or what it's like I, 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 oh god i can hear it now anyway so on the cold pursuit i will say about the movie dude um this felt like if an indie director like this felt like the, if the coen brothers were to do a taken movie <laughs> that's kind of what i was thinking while i was watching this i just went this is trying to be way more artistic than it should be i think it thinks i really believe the movie thinks it's funnier than it is. I, I just I felt like this was like this was like the commuter, but if it was in snow. I just was sitting there, I went, I'm not upset, I'm not irritated, I'm just kinda like, alright, whatever, this is here and whatever. That's kinda how I felt. Uh kinda your thoughts, sir. Uh first of all, how dare you? I uh, wait, second of which all part? <laughs> <laughs> on the Parts that Cold Pursuit isn't amazing because Cold Pursuit is great. <laughs> and now oh I'm going to have to die on a go. hill because Cold Pursuit is a beautiful movie. <laughs> oh my God. Ser- hey, am I going to be the, am I going to be the Grinch on this? You, yeah, oh you're to- you're a total Grinch right now. This is like role reversals from when we saw that, like Ryan Reynolds and Sam Jackson movie. Yeah. Where I, bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. Where you thought it was hilarious and great. And I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> well, I thought this was hilarious and great. Like, I just, oh, I God. love, I, like you, you, th- you, you say that it was trying to like, um, like it thinks it's funnier than it was. I thought like it was pretty subtle in like what it was doing, and I liked that like it was taking a new spin on this like clear cookie cutter Liam Neeson style movie that's out there. And I was like, I like that it's kind of just like making fun of itself or at least like breaking the fourth wall and things. Um, I don't know. I appreciated it, but um, yeah, let's let's hash it out, Hunter. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, if you want to go ahead and jump in the plot, man, go ahead. Yeah, so the plot starts with um, Liam Neeson's just this everyday uh, plow plowman up in a uh, like home in Colorado outside of Denver. He keeps a village accessible during the winter. His son works at the airport. His son randomly gets kidnapped um, and stuck with a needle of something in the back of a van. It turns out it was heroin with an overdose-sized syringe in it. And his son is killed. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. They just all of a sudden, Liam Neeson and his wife get called down, find out his son is dead, have no idea what's going on. The cops just say he overdosed from heroin, so he's just led to believe he didn't know his son. He was actually a a druggie. Um, turns out that his shithead friend that works at the the airport had actually (laughs) gotten um, in with some drug lords that ran coke in and out of Denver and he had stole a kilo of coke from one of the dudes and they don't tend to like that very much. (laughs) (laughs) So they kidnap him and innocent Liam Neeson's son, uh, Coxman, Kyle Coxman, and he gets killed as a kind of innocent bystander in all this. And, uh, you know, Liam Neeson's like, I'm going to kill everybody and start a drug war and 
it's great. And Hunter has a big old stick up his butt. <laughs> I, you know, oh god, I. So I was sitting there watching this, and I'm not gonna lie, I had this 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 tingle in my shoulder. And I'm just sitting there thinking, oh god, Colin's gonna like this, and I'm gonna hate it because that's fine. We funny. can disagree. No, it's funny how we sync up on movies like Mission Impossible, maybe like Infinity War and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then it's funny when we get something like First Man, where we're just we are just not gonna agree yeah. on that. And and, and, and not... by the and by the way too, we we didn't review this. You already did a review of it. I haven't seen it, but I asked you what you thought of Glass, and you said you gave it an A. And I just started laughing because I was like, it's probably good we didn't review this together because I did not like Glass that much. Really? Yeah, I didn't. Oh. We don't have to talk about that now, though. We're talking about Cold Pursuit, but it is just funny that, like, we're starting to hit our hit our, our hills and valleys here with our likes. It's funny. Oh, Mommy and Daddy are fighting. Mommy and Daddy are fighting at the table. I don't like it. Oh god, I hate that I decided to come over on this weekend sleepover. But, but <laughs> oh, so, 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 you guys have extra lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so before we jump back in, I, I gotta ask, what would you give glass? Just, just humor glass. Oh yeah. man, I think I would probably give it a B minus, and that's being generous for me. Like, uh, really man. interesting. Yeah. I, it's, it was really hard to like figure out why. You know, I just wasn't loving it, but. Um, I don't know. It's it would take too long to really unpack all of that. Okay, so so this is what I'll say. Yeah, I, you see you see Liam Neeson. Uh, he plays uh, 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 n- n- was Neese Coxman. Nels. Nels. Oh god, such a stupid fucking name. <laughs> well, it's probably Nels. it was probably he was probably Nelson. They just everybody called him Nels. It's still stupid Nels Coxman. Like, it sounds like a, a porn star. Like, a third-rate porn star, <laughs> by the way. It's so, it's so random you hate his name. Yeah, I... I God. Like, I'm just going to say right now, Liam Neeson, man, he has just been... Liam Neeson is in not-giving-a-fuck mode, man. Whether it's... it's it's, uh, And I know he just did... Uh, oh, God. Silence a couple... Like, a couple years ago. But I know so one movie everyone kind of goes through, like... Well, he did Silence, and he did a Monster Calls. Actually, I did like a Monster Calls. I won't give And, God, he was in Windows. Fuck. Okay, now I'm kind of like, I'm like almost disproving my own point before I make it. But what I'll say, though. Like, but this please. is his, like, forte. This is, like, when it's, like, strictly a Liam Neeson movie. Like, they're they're all pretty much like this. Yeah, and I just, I. Commuter, God. nonstop, taken, one through three. <laughs> Walk yeah, among I, the two tones, all those. Yeah, I, and I didn't mind walking out. The thing is, this has been what Liam Neeson's kind of been known for. Just he's very basic point A to point B revenge movies. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now the moment I knew that I wasn't gonna like this. So the point where Liam Neeson kills this guy, um, like kind of like the henchman of the drug lord, he ends up going after. Uh, Liam Neeson kills him, and then he's like dragging him across the. Like the uh, like the garage, uh, like the parking garage floor, and it, it they're kind of playing it for laughs. I went, I don't find this funny at all, and I went, oh man, if this is the the speed they're going at for the comedy, I'm really not gonna enjoy this. And those were great. They they, they had lots of them. There was they, they were these long drawn out scenes that were like like when they come to the morgue when they're they're finding their son. He's he's clicking up the dead body in the in the 
um, and it's just like these little nuances of, of, of how like annoying life is in, in these awkward silences. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I just I just thought, I, and I, I will say the way he's getting rid of the body, he's he wraps him in like chicken wire. I yeah, he says chicken wire throws him over a waterfall. Which, which I'll be completely honest, I don't know why I remembered that because I, I feel like I heard that somewhere. And so when he said, I went, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I went, why the why do I know that? All right, whatever. Too much criminal minds, but I did actually appreciate the fact they injected a little bit of logic into it. I went, oh. All right, fair enough. The the thing is, though, Liam Neeson, though, he's just, he's killing people left and right. Like, I'm the death toll in this movie gets really high. I mean, what, would you say probably 20 people die, at least? Yeah, and each person that dies, they get their own little uh, death screen. Which, I'm not gonna, I thought that was the dumbest fucking thing. Like, See, you're just, you're just hating. You're just drinking that haterade now. Because that, was, that was clever and funny. I didn't think it was funny at all. I was just like, you're just okay. drinking that haterade. You probably got some. You got you got some. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Some subconscious hatred for Liam Neeson. Now I get it. I get it. I. I <laughs> like, all right. So you know, before I jump back in, <laughs> let let's let 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 me let you talk. What did you like about this? Like everything that you everything you're saying you didn't like, I thought was funny. Give me give me some examples. Go ahead. Like, um, well, I, I like, for instance, the, the fact that every time there's a, a death on screen, uh, like someone someone dies, they start they start showing in the screens, like it start counting it off. It starts with the sun, and then they show the screen. You're like, what was that? I don't understand. And then once it starts playing, I thought that was really funny. And then at the the final um, uh, gunfight, it goes to the screen, and there's like you know, sixteen names, which was like a really funny kind of climax to that whole bit um and then like the the way in which he's like killing people is it's like each one has like their little signature like the first time he just decides to kill someone he just like he tries to strangle him and he just like doesn't do it long enough like all these little things i just thought i thought it was just funny because the movie wasn't taking itself seriously it was like john wick if john wick was just kind of slapsticky like um like John Wick is like so aggressive, and like adrenaline, testosterone filled, just like shoot everybody, kill everybody, barely talk the whole movie. So this was kind of that, but like it was just kind of had like a little humor to it, which I I, I appreciated. I was like, I thought I was gonna walk into this movie and it was gonna be that same humdrum, like Liam Neeson movie that's just like very serious. It has some dumb jokes thrown in there once in a while. I thought this at least had a little bit of like originality a little kind of personality that set this movie like kind of separated itself like it was things like that that i appreciated okay so so i will give the movie one thing i thought the action scenes as far as the violence i thought it was really well directed there's this uh so basically uh uh nelson he wins this uh was like the like the citizen like the citizen of the year i want to say like during this small yeah citizen of the year yeah small during this, town for keeping it open in the winter yeah during this small quiet mountain town uh, where you know people go uh, as one of the uh, police officers says people go to to what, smoke weed fucking weed uh, ski I think is what he says it's something like that I went wow okay well at least you know what your town is about um, Emily's Rosam is in this she plays uh, one of the uh, police officers she plays Kim Dash and I. So I will say, even though I'm 
several seasons behind on it. I think Shameless is a great show. Emily Rosman, whenever I see her, I'm just like, God, you were just so fine. And <laughs> she's she's really talented as an actress. I She was one of the few things I actually liked about this movie. I thought she was actually a lot of fun in this. Yeah, the relationship so, she had with her um, partner, like, that was great. Like, that was great was. writing. That was, like, the dialogues that they had, the way that she kept getting intel from an ex-boyfriend that was, like, working Vice for Denver. Like, all of that was, was like, really, really clever and, and funny. I, I, I will give you that much. I, I thought that her and the relationship she had with her partner was the best part about the movie. And so Lee, uh, so Lee Meeson uh, Nelson, he wins the Citizen of the Year Award. And he kind of gives a speech that I went, you know what? That was actually okay. Some of the dialogue in the movie, I will give it a lot of credit for, for, for at least some of the dialogue. I went, you know what? All right. Some of this is actually... There was a lot working. of good writing. I remember a lot of there scenes was. I was watching. I was just like, this is really nice writing. This this feels like out of like a Tarantino movie, like early Tarantino. Like there was a scene where the guy was talking about how he used to get maids to like <laughs> sleep with him by putting the please clean my room at motels. And putting a twenty dollar bill on his, yeah. on his dick. I mean, like that was a hilarious story, and it was like so perfect to just like s- sum up how much of a scumbag this gangster was in like a really funny kind of anecdotal way. Yeah, and, and, and the way he got killed, I went, "Yep, that's what your ass is." <laughs> but yeah, um, what I will say about this too, uh, the guy uh, Tom Bateman who plays uh, uh, Viking, who ends up oh, being so like good. the main, so. He is a genuine piece of human garbage. Oh my god! This perfect guy's villain. Such... He plays a perfect villain. He he was a good villain in this, and there, there's a point where he's talking to his son, and he just basically he's basically fat shaming his son. Like that's essentially what he's doing. He's like, oh nope, you can't have a what is it, like a moon pie or a, a Twinkie or anything like that. He talks about how you know you gotta have grilled chicken and broccoli. I was like, God, this guy's such a goon, and. And there was a meta moment that did make me laugh. Uh, There's a point where Nelson, Lee Neeson's character, kidnaps his son. He goes, he's supposed to call me within an hour, like an hour or two. Like, this is how this works. I went, okay, that actually made me chuckle a little bit. I was like, all right, like, fine, whatever. Yeah, he was such a good villain. He had so many, like, quirks about him. Like, he he was crazy OCD and, like, super strict about his son's diet and things like that in, like, really annoying ways, like, telling him to, like, hit the bully who was bullying him at the start of the movie. But then also, like, I love how he had these, like, weird, like, values that, like, he still stuck to even though, like, circumstances were completely ridiculous. Um, like when the hitman is, is hired to kill him and then he comes and tells him and he's like, I'll sell you the name of the guy that hired me to kill you for 90 grand, the same amount that he's paying me. So he pays him and then he still, he's just like, even though he paid him for not killing him and getting the name, he's just like, I'm going to kill you because you didn't, you weren't loyal to your original buyer, (laughs) even though that loyalty would have got him killed. Like, I love that, like, twisted mentality of, of a villain. Like, yeah. I thought he was really good. I, I, I did, too. Like, he thought he was, like, well, he's, like, you know, I respect loyalty above everything else. And I went, oh, wow, like, a hit, like, a drug lord of, with, uh, with ethics. Who would have thought? Um, I, so the thing about this movie is, like, I, I'm sitting there watching it. And I'm going, like, this is dumb in parts. And I'm just, like, God, I'm, I'm irritated. But... Again, the action, there, there is a point where Lee Neeson, after his son gets killed, he goes to this, um, 
this uh, like wedding, uh, kind of like a men's warehouse sort of place. And this guy is working for Vikings, so he tries to get the drop on on uh, on, uh, on Nelson. And Liam Neeson basically puts up, so he hits him with a, a sawed-off shotgun. He hits him in like the side of the head, and then like breaks his jaw. Like, oh my god! Like, like shoves a shotgun in his mouth. I went, damn! And waits for the guy to stand up. And in what, probably the hardest laugh I got the whole movie, uh, calling back to something that happened earlier, he asked him. Who's the best uh, Denver quarterback, uh, Elway or Manning? <laughs> and the guy goes, uh, 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 this, he, I, sa- he says, Elway. he says Elway. Yeah, he says Elway, and Nelson goes, huh? And he shoots him with a sawed-off shotgun. But the guy's standing in front of these pure white uh, wedding dresses, so you see the blood splatter on dresses. I'm like, you know what? Okay, that was a cool. If there's anything Tarantino about, it's a very Tarantino shot. I, I, I will say, I was like, you know what? Okay. Probably the hardest laugh I did get from this movie, though. Dude, Laura Dern was in it for maybe five minutes, and the moment they found a way to get her out of there, she went, well, I'm out. Like, she, like, <laughs> I, I dude, legitimately thought that was that was a great decision. Like, like, dude, she was ready to leave. She was like, I don't want to be in this. And I, I laughed hard at that. I was like, they clearly had her for a day. And they were like, hey, why don't you go through the end? She was like, I'm, I'm good. No, there's like, no way that's... Ha- that that character was written off. There's no way that like they could have the wife part of the story and not have it still be kind of this just like um, carefree, like not not taking itself too seriously because she was just gonna be like the the only way she could be is just completely distraught and depressed and like crying the whole time. So I'm glad they like left those scenes out. I will say. Um... What I will give the movie to, uh, and it, it's a pr- like thing is like they're clearly uh, they're clearly having problems. Clearly, uh, Grace is the character's name. Like Nelson and Grace are clearly having they're clearly having issues. But what I thought was just a real like real just cruel move to pull is where she leaves the stereotypical you would think letter on the bed saying why she left, and the letter is just blank. I was like. Damn, I was like, that's an. I was like, that's cruel. I <laughs> so I did feel a little. St- oh god, I, I actually felt a little sympathy for Neil, Liam Neeson. Damn it, movie. But um, I I don't know. So uh, some of the other movie, like I said, some of it did work for me. But I just felt like scenes happened. I didn't feel like there was really a connective tissue between the scenes. It felt like a bunch of real like short movies. And then it just, they just kind of went, well, we don't know how to connect this. Let's just kind of throw it together. And that, that's really how I felt uh, watching it. Um, yeah, that, that, so I'm going to get to my, my, my biggest almost criticism and get my biggest compliment in a weird way. So there's a, a storyline here where Viking is working with the... Uh, it like has like an Indian connection. I want to say like it's like kind of like fifty fifty split of the land as far as the drug trade, and dude, oh my god, the the amount of Indian racist jokes. I was like, damn, like there there was a point in five minutes where it's like no good featherhead fire water drinking. I'm like, whoa, okay, like these, like Viking just goes down this list of like. Indian racist joke, Indian racist joke, Indian racist joke. I was like, oh, okay, damn, dude. Like, chill, all right. And the one of the harder laughs I got in the movie, um, 
these uh, the, the Indians who are kind of fighting Viking for the for the land as far as the drug trade. They go to this hotel and they speak to the like receptionist and they go, "Hey, you know, we need to go and stay here." And she goes, "Oh, you guys need a reservation." And the in the, the the guy in charge goes, "Oh." What did you say about sending me back to reservation? I went, oh, I was like, okay, that's how you use it. Well done, sir. <laughs> that 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 made me laugh really hard. I was like, you know what? Okay, that that was funny. It leads to a really cool shootout at the end. But yeah, dude, I'll be honest, man. I just I was so back and forth on this movie. There are points where I was laughing. There are points where I just went, God, can this just move on? Like wrap it up. Um, yeah, I mean, I, kind of your thoughts on like the Indian characters there. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll just go ahead and wrap up my thoughts. Um, yeah, the, the the Indian characters, I I thought that part of the movie could have been that whole storyline could have been left out. This movie could have been an hour and a half. That's my main criticism. I would give this. I still thought that part made sense, and I think it kind of added to the movie in a way. But for the most part, none of that needed to happen. There didn't really need to be this drug war that broke out. It kind of all just like didn't need to happen. Um, they could have just gone from you know Liam Neeson finding out to you know from his brother how to kill this guy, um, you know him killing the brother, then Liam Neeson getting the kid. Like none of the Indian stuff needed to happen, um, and it was it was unnecessary <coughs> and it just it just dragged out the movie. Um, even with that though, I still, um, I just, I just really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was really fun. Uh, I can see myself watching this again. Um, if it's just like on HBO or something and just turn it on and seeing which hilarious scene is on at the time. I thought, I thought the scenes actually did kind of go together. Like Liam, like, you know, like he, he, he goes to the nightclub, he gets Speedo, Speedo tells him about Limbo, he goes to the dress shop, he finds Limbo, Limbo tells him about um, the other dude. Like, I thought it, like, it, it went together, except for the scenes with the Indian clan, it would kind of jump to them. That was a little scattered, admittedly. Um, this is not, like, a great movie. This will never be on, like, a top ten list. <laughs> it's, it's just fun. Um, if you didn't have fun with it, like, then... That's just how it was. But I, I, I had fun with it. I thought Liam Neeson is just a perfect action star in this role. I love him having this, like, sawed-off hunting rifle just, like, as a signature weapon. Um, I thought it was fun. It's an A-minus from me. I had a good time. <laughs> okay. Um I'm I'm kind of flabbergasted about that. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I I honestly loved it. Like I can't believe that you're hating on it so bad. But if that's how you felt, that's how you felt. Yeah, I think I just I was sitting there. I was just like, I why does this exist? Like honestly, I had more fun with the commuter. I laughed way more. Oh, I, I just, didn't. I thought the commuter was way I, worse. Oh, dude, I would way rather watch the commuter. Oh, I, just, I can't. Yeah, see, th- I don't know. That commuter, that, commuter is so boring. I, I nothing God. happens. I just, I don't know. I, maybe I was in the wrong headspace. I, I don't know. I was sitting there watching and I went, 
man, it's got Emily Rossum, it's got Liam Neeson, and, and, and Lord, I, I, I'm sitting there, so I will give the movie one other thing, um, Julia Jones, who plays uh, Anya, there's a point where Viking is just talking about, like, you know, I'm gonna throw my lawyer at you, you're never gonna see our son again, and he goes to slap her, and she ducks, and she grabs him by the ball, I'm like, oh, damn, what a counter, I'm like, some Mortal Kombat shit, like, I was like, okay, you know what, I, half point, you know, 10 points of Gryffindor for that. Like, I was like, all right, well done. Um, yeah, I just thought some of the action was well done. I, like I said, I thought this movie was guilty of thinking it was way more clever than it actually was. I was sitting there at points, and I went, okay, like, stop patting yourself on the back. Yeah, this could have easily been 20 minutes shorter. This could have been a, a, a lean, pardon me, uh, hour 40 minutes. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, the... Okay, I'm going to give this, oh, this is kind of actually difficult. I'm going to give this a C plus because I think, I, I think if you read this, you'd be like, eh, okay. Or if you saw it on TV, you'd be like, all right, that was fine. I, like I said, I, I, I hated parts of it, but there were parts that kept winning me back. So, yeah, I think C plus is fair for this. So, yeah, there you go. What a tragedy. I, I see. I, I agree that you gave an A minus. I couldn't. No, <laughs> you're you're just your hate. Your haterade is just uh, so unfounded. I, I don't I don't get you sometimes. But uh, guys, uh, guys and gals, break the tie. Let us know what you thought about. Side with O'Neill. You love. I, I d- don't do that. <laughs> if you especially if you want to be correct, uh, you can go ahead and like us on Facebook at the Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter. At J Hunter Real Pineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. And you can follow Colin on Twitter at The Real Neil. Uh, and you can find us on uh, Google Play, iTunes, uh, oh my God, SoundCloud, Podbean, and now Spotify at The Real Pineapple. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we're going to have reviews up uh, this, uh, uh, this next week for. Uh, Alita Battle Earth, and then got that that damn Rebel Wilson movie. I cannot remember. Oh, is it romantic? That's it. Yeah, um, yeah. We've, and then we're gonna review next week. We're gonna review uh, the trailer for the first trailer for John Wick Chapter Three. Which yes, so ready for that, uh, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye.